Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo has a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. All Stars 8. So let's raise a glass a and start spilling the GNT Clink. Clink, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the the only podcast, the only podcast. worth <laughs> worth listening to, worth taking up the storage on your phone. Okay. We says are, who? Says who? Says me. Okay. <laughs> says me and says some amazing people who left Yay. us some lovely reviews. I'm just going to get into it. I want to see. Give me shouts out. Yes, Lucy Danvers from Canada. Lucy Dan, isn't Carol Danvers Captain Marvel? Yeah, this is her um her oh. sister. Oh, thank you so much. This is her sibling. Yeah. Um, she says, one of my favorite podcasts. Listening to these two makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends because oh. you are, Lucy. Yes. You are. Friend of the pod. Loves all the references, the random singing, and even the quotes from friends. Oh, <laughs> we got to love the it. The singing we- is never random. It's always perfectly placed. And friends is... You know, it's just, it's constantly There's always on. time for a friend's quote. I thought you were going to do that. There's always time for kindness. <laughs> oh, there don't. is always time for kindness. Don't to, don't make me cry today. To continue. Oh, Lucy has insomnia and loves the company. Oh, oh bless. Thanks for all the work you put in, both on the Instagram and the podcast. Thank you very much, Lucy. That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much, Lucy. That's lovely. And I don't know if I read this one out, but I'm going to say it again. Because Go on. it okay. bears repeating. It bears repeating. Okay. This is from Icky. <laughs> Akeem 002 United mm. States says smart, funny, and quick to post. Oh, well, that's really kind. Not talking about last week, but we are back on track. That's today. nice and succinct, that isn't it? It's to Tra- the point. To the point. Yeah, no. thank you so much. Graceful, delicate. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go. Everyone, thank you so much um, for anything that you have to say that's nice and only nice. <laughs> right? We only accept nice things around here. Cool. Uh, Tom, Tom also accidentally stumbled across a lovely. Um, well, I was Reddit just, thread. I am on Reddit fairly frequently, to be honest. There's a Reddit thread about um, podcasts. So the specific thread was, I think somebody, they were a fan of or are a fan of um, Race Chaser. But I don't know. I've not listened to Race Chaser lately. Um, and they said that the tone was that maybe Willem in particular wasn't sounding so enthusiastic about the show. I think people have said that a bit about Sibling Watchery as well. Just that like their heart wasn't in the reviewing kind of thing. And they, maybe they weren't enthused about certain seasons. Anyway, um, that was how they felt. They felt. Yeah. And um, they were asking about podcasts where people do still sound enthused about the show. And we were among them. So that's nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get them to shut up. <laughs> so Tom accidentally stumbled across it when he accidentally typed in spilling the GNT cast um, Reddit reviews. And it just no. randomly popped up. And what? What is Never this? Never done going that. On? What's Never going done on? that. That's, that's yeah, look, just yeah, a falsehood. Everyone, we, we love all the love. So keep loving. No, yeah. So kind. Keep Thank loving. you, guys. Um, you know, can we we'll talk about love or lack of? <laughs> Um, I know where this is going. Okay. I feel like we need to talk about... Um, Kevin. Look, first of all, we're not oh. we're not a gossip... Yeah, Kevin, love that. <laughs> we're not a gossip channel, but we can't ignore... Um, basically, because it's part of, or an extension of the episode, I feel... Heidi and Kahana social sphere drama going on. It was on, a on. storm in a big old teacup, that one. I, I, I'm sure a lot of our... Viewers will be familiar with it. Can you just recap it for us? Um, I, th- I think you're better at this, Tom, because, okay. you know, you're on Reddit. Tom, but question, not yeah. to call you out, mm-hmm. but if you're on Reddit, aren't you seeing spoilers? No. No? Okay. No, no, no just, just just a question. It's just, you know, that's why we don't watch the I show. I don't want you questioning my integrity on air, by the way. What's going on here? No, so, do you mean, like, spoilers for the whole season? Well, like just spoilers in general. Well, no, because we watch the show so early. I stay off social media. And- Tom, um, I don't know why you'd go straight to negative. It was just, a, it was just a question. No, no, no. You've you've come for me now. You're questioning my integrity. My Instagram notifications are off, and they have been all day. Tom, your tone sounds very pointed. It's supposed to. You need a. You I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> Good. Anyway, can I cut you? Is the carpet comfortable? It is actually. It needs a wash though. <laughs> so the how it went was, and I I actually saw quite a lot of this firsthand because I was trying to tag or just seeing what was good. I wanted a picture of Kahana's runway 
Um, and her whole Instagram had changed in the context of this. So basically, as far as I can tell, what, what happened was... Um, so obviously, Heidi left a couple of weeks ago. Kahana was part of that cascade of effect. But obviously, we know that Heidi really made up her mind a couple of weeks before that. Very sad to see her go. But anyway, there we are. Um, it flared up again when Kahana was at Roscoe's. And I, wa- I watched one of the the recaps. I don't. I never watched the whole thing. Drag Tea Serve do a very good um, recap, which I do really enjoy. And I would like to give a shout out to that YouTube channel just for their recaps of Roscoe are really, really good. Um, so um, anyway, Kahana mentioned some of the behind the scenes stuff from that episode. Heidi started vague tweeting. Nobody was tagged, tagged in it. no too vague yeah yeah it was very kind of like when people share their true colors you believe them that kind of thing was it, the kind uh, was of things like, that you see from middle-aged women with emotional difficulties on facebook really i was just gonna say <laughs> you, you know when um people post like memes on their instagram mm. stories or facebook and you just know that they're trying to say something without saying yeah. something but they're saying something it was a big se- bit sexist of me then to say that it was middle-aged women because obviously anybody can do it but anyway um I'm, I'm on this is the wine talking but then um you know a few sips in and then there was a whole back and forth there were dms leaked there was a big twitter war it got it, it looked a bit unpleasant to be honest you can question whether it was engineered for drama didn't feel that way and then it kind of culminated in kahana deleting everything off her instagram this is kind of when i picked up on it deleting everything on her instagram changing her name to kahana the villain montrese um, she just had this um, uh, Instagram live on there where she was telling the whole story of her experience. Very, very tearful. And that's when I knew, that, that, I'm not joking, bitch. That's when I knew it wasn't like manufactured drama. Um, and that kind of, things came to a close shortly after that. There's a few more exchanges. Um, the girls both now have stopped, it seems, well, I don't know, last time I checked. That's kind of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's, that's basically the story that's been going on. Yeah. Um, Heidi being hashtag too vague. <laughs> and then Kahana, and you said this um, during one of our walks, getting our steps up, everyone, health mm. is, is health <laughs> is happiness. I'm um, getting our steps in, and you're saying that Kahana tends to personalise based on the experience what, can you the can very you, little, you know based on the very little that i've seen of kahana i don't know kahana as a person that's important to remember i'm just trying to see it from both of their points of points of view and just kind of like i don't want to send any hate to either of these queens absolutely not. no one should absolutely i think both of them had really valid emotional reactions that i think both of them now wish they'd not aired on social media <laughs> um but a couple of things that I'm thinking really. Kahana, and this is based on a couple of things, the whole Snatch Game incident. Because that's what she was saying in um, Roscoe's. She was saying more went on than we saw, okay? Based on that, and it took me back to the season 11 reunion uh, with not uh, Apple and to be shady. Where Mercedes was very, very confused about what was being said, bless her. But I think Kahana... I think when she is doing something she doesn't feel confident in and her maybe is feeling a little insecure, can have a tendency to personalize um, things that other people are doing and experience them as a criticism or an attack when they're not intended that way. She personalizes that person's intent. Like Mercedes did not intend to upset her when she posted the lip sync on Instagram. Heidi did not. I don't think her intent was to upset her when she was trying to have a bit of banter during the snatch game which is what is asked of you in snatch game isn't it but kahana felt it personally and um i i just think she's got that tendency and it maybe it's something for her to explore a bit more one thing i do want to say is that i know that that's what's asked of you in the snatch game but mm-hmm. when when the snatch game is happening this is how i feel i think that a lot of as well as the volume a lot of it should be with rue and other people and in yeah. not a way that really overtly exposes the fact that you're trying to be funny that you're trying Mm. to do something that's what i thought was a bit weird and it wasn't just once it was more than once 
And it's just like, why don't you, why don't you focus on on something else that's not directly saying, oh, actually, hi, but by the way, that joke you tried to say didn't land. Yeah, you're still not funny. Mm. Yeah, actually, like, you, you, can you do you want me to? Here's write a map. Yeah, a there joke. was there was was was. I know what people are saying, and I'm not about saying this is what you do. You volley, and but that, I don't feel like that was volleying. I felt I felt mm. like that was like someone sh- guns, like it was shooting. She was just shooting and <laughs> and trying to kill off everyone to make it to make herself look a bit better. This is my opinion. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, I th- but that's kind of what I feel. And I'm going to say I said I felt. Yeah, I think it fits in with some of my thoughts about Heidi from this season. I think we saw her spark extinguished a bit early on in the season. I. Th- and I think that was experienced in her performance in the Snatch game because she wasn't delivering that banter or those jokes or those retorts with much joy, it felt like. We did say she felt a bit checked out in the Snatch game. You know, compare and contrast with, say, Bianca Del Rio, who was shouting baloney at everybody in the Snatch game. But her heart was in it. She was playing the Snatch game. It didn't feel like an attack. It felt like a joke. You know, with with Heidi, it felt like her heart just wasn't in it. And so it came across quite differently. What I think with Heidi is that I do think, and Hannah, Hannah kind of alluded to this. Well, she actually outright said it. But I think Heidi, Heidi had a real struggle on season 12. You know, she came in without many resources. She came in with her, her charisma and her dazzling humor and her wonderful personality And she became a favourite of Rue and the fans by displaying that. And then something that I think was a struggle for her to begin with became a real shining moment for her. And she got a lot of praise. And I really, really think Heidi justifiably thought she would enter All Stars 8 and receive a really similar reception. And she didn't. And I, we said, actually, there were several times we thought Heidi should have been high um, Heidi High, um, but she wasn't. And it did feel as though production were just not giving her anything. I think that killed her spirit. And that's, that's what led to her leaving mm. rather than the stuff okay. that happened in the workroom. I mean, there was a lot of drama that went online. My only thing is that this happened a year ago mm-hmm. in, in reality. This, this was filmed and it happened a year ago. Like surely they've resolved it. Like already after the actual you know happenings of the event, why why is it carrying on as though it actually just happened last week when we saw it? I wonder. I mean, we don't know what this experience is like, but I wonder if seeing it back on TV is quite re-traumatizing when you've been in that weird pressure cooker environment, and then you see and you see a heavily edited version of your experience, and you can be it can be re-traumatizing, but also quite confusing. It's like. Some of those elements I remember, some of those elements, that's not how I experienced it. So it must be quite weird. And then the fans get involved and they pile on and they, not fans actually, whenever it's hate, you're not really a fan of the show. Um, and that that's, that can, I think it's almost like displacement. I think if Heidi or Kahana was getting backlash from the fans, which they shouldn't have been getting full stop, then it's a bit like, who do I point this anger at? Um, and then they might turn on the person who they link with the original trauma. Okay. Another thing I think about this is that um, a lot of the girls on All Stars 8 were really, really hungry for a redemption. That they they did not get a fair shake on their original season or they didn't portray themselves in the way that they hoped for one reason or another. And they, they've come back and like, yes, this is my chance. This is going to be the best version of me portrayed for the world to see and i think it must be really disappointing and heartbreaking if that doesn't go according to plan so heidi's definitely felt that kahana shone in the first episode and she's been in the bottom a lot since then um so it's, it must be really really hard because both of them have had some wonderful moments this season but then you're watching it back and it's edited in a certain way and it must be a bit like oh you know mm. and then so you kind of that could lead to behavior where you're kind of like scrabbling around for the spotlight or feeling a bit hurt and lashing out a bit. I understand. I understand. One thing that I've always wondered with how the girls are so open on social media, you know, not, not just this instance of hiding Kahana, but in Mm. general, social media as a tool that the Queens use a lot um, when the episodes airing or when their season is on. And I, I wonder if it's their way of 
communicating themselves and talking about their mm. experiences because they're trying to take some control back yeah. from how things are manipulated and produced on the show because you know they, they can we have to remember this is 24 hours or, or whatever it is it's, yeah. it's it's that long of hours of filming over a week or however long condensed into like an hour yeah. Yeah. or if you're a season 15 20 minutes <laughs> Um, so I wonder if this is their way of taking back some sort of control um, and how they are portrayed and yeah. taking back some of the power. I and think I, that's I a really like, good point. I feel like it's becoming a trend season upon season that social media has been used. And whether it's being, um, whether the drama is real or fake, it's, it doesn't matter. I just feel like they're using it as a way to, mm. to control their own narrative. Or have some power in how they're being portrayed. And I We're think that's seeing it a lot this season. I think. I think mm. that's a really good point. Oh, okay. um, that's it. I think just to try and end no more wrap, you're <laughs> no, to no. wrap that Why? up. Like it's really clear that both Heidi and Kahana have both said now. Oh, okay, that happened. I'm going to step away from that now. Both of them have expressed just a little bit of remorse over that. I think, and mm. it's no excuse to be sending them anymore hate or anything yeah they're both yeah. wonderful queens they, they got are. in their feelings Absolutely. i'm i'm ready to get onto the episode time let you them live their lives yeah yeah should we, should we should we just move on should we move on from it tom because i feel yeah. like we haven't feel like we just you know caught up in i, know, I feel like we've processed now that was quite and i feel like this week's got a lot more to give us that was quite cathartic we're done with that now okay cool. yeah Okay, let's start. Um, there is a lot that's happened in the first quarter of this episode. <laughs> the drama's just not over, is it? We thought we were moving it's, on. It's not. It's, we you know, we're moving on. on close to... one chapter and another one just opens right back up. <laughs> let's just first of all start off with everyone chose James's lipstick. Um, yeah, so um, that was quite well known from Untucked last week. Mm. Um uh, it's not really explained properly here, yeah. to be honest. Um, I think we can only speculate. My, I think the spe- I think it comes to this. I remember, I, I remember thinking last week. You know, track record says Kahana should have gone home, but Kahana mm. actually kind of killed it last week. I agree. When Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she actually was. That's really, what we said. She was it? such a, a magnetic, energetic. She's performer with such great stage presence. Her mm. dancing was amazing. I disagree with the judges saying that there was a disconnect between her face and yeah. her her movement. Because yeah. I I no no that's yeah. a lie. I, I I agree with you there. And I did hear some of the girls say after the emla- uh, elimination last week that um, James's performance read better on TV than it had from their point of view. Okay. Uh, so I wonder if that factored in. It's just interesting that it was actually unanimous from the girls. Mm. Um, but anyway, sad to see James go because she's such a fab, fab drag creation. We do adore her. Now, this week's Maxi Challenge is an improv um, performance acting challenge. This whole episode um, so far has been an improv acting drama challenge. Uh, what happened to Little Pound Cake, <laughs> uh, who was the iconic creation of Alaska and um, Lanasha Sparks. You are of season right five. to include Lanasha in that. Will they both be getting royalties from this? Well, they should. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. Alaska did probably did all the work. Um, <laughs> we can't presume that. I I will. Although their snatch game performances might indicate yeah, that Alaska's yeah. humor carried that. Another freaking dick pig. It's absolutely Alaska. Although Lanasha was an amazing designer. She might have been responsible for the look of yeah. Little Pound Cake. I'm sure they worked together. Absolutely. Fully collaborated. Um, so it's going to be a detective kind of, you know, who, you know, what happened, who killed who kind of <laughs> improv there. And let's just get the ball rolling with the first bit of dramatics. Right. Which is, I mean, first of all, I want, I want to premise it by saying this. When the season wins an Emmy, and it will, <laughs> I want Alexis leading the girls. I want RuPaul behind Alexis as as she walks up there, accepting the award. And I want her to say, "I I just hope that would be received well." Oh my god! As she accepts the Emmy, uh, that's all I'm going to say because. I mean, there's a there the kind of the they have there's a discussion about who's going to get what roles, and mm. uh, Alexis and Candy 
kind of want the same it's the main uh, source of tension isn't it although yeah. it, there is a bit of like energy um emit being emitted by kahana the yeah whole, well who, she's kind Kahana's of gotten over it energy from the very beginning and i understand that from kahana's point of view when i look back we're on episode seven now and seven 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 seven, 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 seven. Paolo has seven fingers up, guys. <laughs> um, um, there's only been two challenges, even potentially up Kahana's street. Kahana's a fierce performer. That's what she does. That's her brand as a drag queen. And that's as valid as any like comedic brand. She killed it in the girl group challenge and got her win. And she was fab in the musical and didn't really get her flowers for it. Everything else has been comedy, which just is not her thing. Um, oh, apart from the design challenge, um, and yeah, so I, I, I could feel, I could feel how she might be frustrated that the cards just aren't stacked in her favour. And I can, I can beat you, and I can guarantee that she's wanting to redeem herself every time after a after an acting yes. or comedy challenge. She's like, okay, next week's going to be something that I can redeem myself and look good again. Um, Kahana's then, hunger for redemption may be among the strongest on on this cast. But then, of course, when she's faced with another acting improv comedy challenge, mm. she's like, oh, like you know, she's she's trying to redeem herself. You know, she's trying to. Show everyone that she's um she's back and she's strong yeah. and she's she's been out there she's been working she's doing mm -hmm. it so um you can understand that but uh it starts off with Alexis and Candy kind of wanting the same role um yep and there's two things that I I want to first discuss is that I think Alexis needs to stop being so willing to negotiate. Um, mm. so willing to, you know, yes. her, her tone and the way that she approached it. Because first of all, she actually wanted the role that Lala had. Lala wanted mm -hmm. the security guard role and she, um, Alexis wanted that role, but Lala was quite, you know, certain and this is the character that I want. <laughs> you know why she let Lala have it though? Why? Because she wants to sleep with her. Well, <laughs> God. <laughs> you know... <laughs> The things that we've all done <laughs> for a hot guy, <laughs> you know, the things that we've all done. Um, oh God, the, 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 I mean, it's it's not. Worth it shall the, not be told. It shall yeah, not be told. Yeah, this is not the podcast <laughs> no. for everyone. But but the, the many things I've done for a, a beautiful man, <laughs> the things I've done for a mediocre man. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> Bloody hell! Bloody hell! <laughs> Uh, so then she let her have the role, and mm. now she's focused on getting this role. This um, mm -hmm. was it the detective? She wants the detective role. Yeah, detective role. No, the way that she, when she when she asks, you know, oh, do you, you know, do you? Oh, you want to do that role? Okay, I wanted to do it, but um, like, yeah, she she she's very much there. Mm. Like Jessica auditioned last week. That, that's what you do. If you can't get around, okay, you both audition. That, that mm. should have been the end of it. But no, she she gave in to Candy and she let her have the role and then she produced um, an amazing telenovela uh, oh, performance. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that wasn't a cry. That was a, a, a ball. That was oh. <laughs> a heartfelt soul. That's the thing. It, is this is the, possibly the first time this season I've seen Alexis... Quite, and I just thought this girl can't hold it in this time. Actually, she was bored. You know what I love is Jumbo. Mm. Jumbo is standing. Oh, I'm a god. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's early in the day. I, I loved. She was like it's early in the day. Toddler. Don't worry. I loved it. You know when you talk, you've not had your nap yet. I was gonna say, have you seen that? Yeah. Um, that is it like a meme or that that kind of little clip of uh, those two little kids uh -huh. and one of the girls oh, crying yeah, yeah, and yeah. the brother goes. Did you have a nap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and she's like, that, no. Yeah. And that's obviously why. And I really, I really it was very that though. Jimbo did it feel like she was talking to like her her niece who'd become upset. And and it quickly moved from you know no oh no 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 don't worry don't worry it's early in the day and it quickly moved to okay look just cry just cry just let it out let it out let it out because it wasn't stopping it was no. it was just you can't hold those tears back when it's Alexis I mean I adore Alexis Michelle make no secret of that she's a sensitive and emotional person and she owns that i think there were several elements here one bit that's not told here and wasn't really highlighted last week is that alexis actually wanted the no wire hangers role as well 
But no more wire hangers. But it no comes back to what you were saying. Wire. Like, I wish she'd stand up for herself more yeah, and negotiate more strongly. Because last week she was kind of a team player and took a really tough role. Yeah. She took that patter role, didn't she, with a lot of choreo. Um, and I think that. Which she- I think she feels took away from what should have been in her mind yeah. her win yes she's yes, thinking look I, I sacrificed so. last week you know I, last week I could have won but you know I got the bad role and I still did a good job but I didn't win she's so also think- desperate to shine at this point because she doesn't have a win yeah um, and I think Alexis is feeling quite squelched here she's feeling a bit crushed and defeated and you know they're sleep deprived it's a pressure cooker of emotion oh, she's frustrated <laughs> you know the poor thing just let it all out um, what do you think of Candy's response? A, I admire Candy. <laughs> yeah. A, I admire Candy for saying this is the role I want. I do too. You know, this is the role yeah. I want. Yeah. Um, this she is- stood her ground. She did. And why shouldn't um, she? It's a competition. And I, and I bet you Candy was ready to audition, but then she gave her, um, Alexis let her have the role. What I don't like is, and I think a lot of people do this, mm-hmm. a lot of people in general do this, but Candy said, when um, Alexis was asking mm-hmm. about the role, why, why, why wouldn't she change it? She said, I don't like the passive aggressiveness. Candy says, I don't like the passive aggressiveness. When I feel like she was being quite direct, I think that wasn't passive yeah. aggressive behavior. You know, when she mm-hmm. was passive aggressive, Alexis was passive aggressive. When she says, um, when she said to Lala Ree, well, if Lala's not willing to play another character, then I'll play the, the detective. That is passive That's passive aggressive. Yeah. She yeah, was yeah, passive yeah. aggressive to Lala. Very but passive she, aggressive. Huh? She was, there, was, <laughs> there was no passive <laughs> aggression to Kenny. And I just feel like in life, everyone, I wonder if you know this kind of person or these kind of people, sometimes people just throw out words to make an impact. Or that doesn't really capture the interaction. Gaslighting. Or even the moment. Yeah, they gaslight. They gaslight. No, no, the use of the term gaslighting is overused. Narcissist. That's it's, it's overused. Like words like passive aggressive. Sometimes people say that to to make them look like bowdy bowdy. To make them look like <laughs> oh, I'm calling you out. I'm calling. You know, it, it's uh, uh, people do that. I'm like, it doesn't make sense in the situation, and it doesn't make sense. In, you know, when, when other people do it out of context in, in general. But I feel like people do that. Candy's. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of people do do that. They can misuse terms um unless we missed something in the way that alexis was interacting with her what one thing i think as well is candy had like this palpable discomfort with alexis's show of emotion now i think alexis is just being alexis here do you think there's any element here of candy being a bit kind of it's reminded me of kind of like aquaria and the vixen kind of here we go with the white girl's tears kind of thing is there any I, kind of element of that? You know you what? I do think that it, it could be read that way, and I do feel that I, I, it's not her intention. I feel like these it's emotions were intention. real. I think yeah. Aquaria yeah. in that moment was weaponizing Aquaria her bought those tears from her China. whiteness. Yeah, I think she was <laughs> definitely weaponizing it. She knew yeah. exactly what she was doing. Where I just feel like this is Alexis. She is our emotional. A, a little child unicorn she, she exactly <laughs> she is a, she's full of emotion she's got she's that she's that girl on um, mean girls so she's the girl on mean girls oh um, yeah um, uh, she didn't even go here i i, I just have a lot of emotions <laughs> that, that, that's alex go on get out of here that's go home Alexis. go home so that's the first bit of drama first bit Whew. That's out of the way. And then we have Kahana. We're going to have up. no time to review the actual well, Exactly. This is going to be part. This, then we have Kahana leaving, basically. She's like, yeah. okay, you know what? Someone else is going to play this role because I'm out. And she starts packing. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I just... There's two things. A, if I was a contestant, I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no. As I'm helping her pack. <laughs> Oh no, which which bag is this going in? Oh, are you sure you want to go? Okay, shall I just fold this or just bunch it up and throw it? Which one of these beautiful costumes yeah. do you want me to pack first, yeah, Kahana? Oh, this is a nice wig. It looks good on me. What do you think? You think I could probably wear this next this week? You know? This four-way stretch, I can get in this. The other part of me is thinking, now this is just becoming a joke of the show and, and a joke of the series. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? It's giving me All-Stars 5 vibes when on Gina picture and lipstick and Mayhem picture and lipstick, yeah it's just like come on come on well do you know what at no point do i want to like invalidate a queen's emotional reaction to this 
pressure cooker situation and perhaps making a choice to leave for the sake of their own mental health. I would never, ever wish to invalidate that. I just always want the queens to think about it so, so carefully and, you know, have that cigarette break. Um, have, have that, that nap. Have that nap. Have that nap. Yeah. Um, which Alexis went and did. Alexis mm. went and did. And Alexis was kind of like, I know I'm emotional. I just need to go have some fresh air. And then she came back in and Jimbo again, it's very toddlerish. She was like, happy heart, happy heart. <laughs> Alexis was just going, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. What do you think, Kahana? I think we've already talked about it, haven't we? I think we've already talked about it. At she's over all the Kahana, acting. you know, she's, she's looking for redemption. And this week doesn't present an opportunity for her to find redemption. And I feel like she, she thinks the writing's on the wall. Okay, you know uh-huh, what? Look, uh-huh. I've got so many bottom placements. Um, if, you know, compared to everyone else, I've got mm-hmm. so many bottom placements, and this isn't one of my strengths. And um, she's already discounting her. She's already discounting her, herself from from this week as a winner. So she's just like, what, what? What's the point? Can I? She wants to save face. I feel. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there's a big element of kind of I don't want to look stupid again. That's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with my head held high. One thing I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit to her interaction with Jimbo because it made me think about again Kahana as as a queen. I think Kahana values being fierce and beautiful and a performer. Yeah, I think she really really struggles with comedy because she struggles to look silly to let go and to look ugly, for want of a better word. You know, if you compare it to, say, Jimbo, for all her beauty, she's a fantastically polished queen. She has no problems with being looking unconventional or in inverted commas, ugly for whatever. Whatever they're all demands to get a laugh, Jimbo will do it. Jimbo's come on stage as some weird misshapen Casper and thrown baloney at RuPaul. That's how far she will go. Kahana, even when I think about her attempts at comedy this season, like think about it, you know, in, in the SNL skit, she still looked gorgeous. She just finds it hard to let go and to, you know, because she, she is praised so much for her beauty. What? Maybe, maybe to her that was ugly. Maybe it was. Maybe it really was. Because I was an ugly cat. What are you talking about? I was busted. I was hideous. Yeah. I was hideous. And everybody else is like, she's beautiful. <laughs> she has beautiful. It's very, <laughs> it's very much um, season seven, the ugly, the ugly runway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, who was it? It was um, the eyes. Oh, Pearl. And Pearl was just like, no, oh, no, Miss no, Fame. It was Miss Fame. And then, <laughs> For everybody at home, Barlow was mimicking face tape then. Yeah. <laughs> and Miss Fame, the week was like ugly drag or ugly. What was the, what was the category? It was, it, was, um, it was the John Waters week and it was just ugly drag. Yeah. yeah. And when she came up with this amazing, like, she looked good. She looked she, good. She, she looked high fashion. Elegant she looked elegant silhouette. Couture. It was, she was, uh, the mug was beat. Exactly. And, she, and, and Katya so, was there in like some sort of raggedy Ann. Which was her best look. <laughs> How ironic. She's in her best, she's in yeah. her best high fashion look. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. I just feel like, to her, this is ugly. This <laughs> is just this trash. Miss yes. Fame. I mean, she's amazing. Um, but no, I, th- I think, you know, so it's nice to see that interaction with Jimbo. And I do hope Kahana can let loose this episode. We I kind of skipped over the RuPaul interaction, which did feel very important. Well, well Ru came in, she basically set them straight and said, look. Ru was like, that door is locked. Ru was like, now you're just playing with my money. <laughs> and, and, and go on YouTube, look at my house. I'm, I need this money. I'm that not mortgage. selling yeah. that Dior lamp. Okay, <laughs> <She's> guys. <laughs> she's like, okay. She does give a lot of really good advice. You know, like feelings and effects. Don't let your feelings sabotage your experience in this life, which I think, I feel like that's something that you've said to me in different words. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I feel like, this is something that I've, I've heard from you to I, me. I would like to say that in principle, I do like that as a notion. I just think it has to be delivered with tact and compassion because you never want to invalidate somebody's emotions. But it can be really, really helpful for people to realize when their emotions overcome them and perhaps lead them in directions they don't want to go. Yep. That To remember that the, the, the logic can counter emotion when the time is right but the way Rue said it I found slightly invalidating because it's very blanket statement-y 
Um, but I, I do agree with it in principle when delivered with with compassion. Yeah. RuPaul's been to a lot of therapy because I just feel like she is reiterating <laughs> everything that she was told in therapy. <laughs> do I just My thought of, do you remember that story about RuPaul? Saw the guy drowning in the Hudson River and sent him hopes and prayers. Do you remember that one? Gosh. <laughs> That's Ru. That's Ru. That's our queen. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> My favorite thing about, I mean, A, this was very inspiring to the girls, which I admire, and it really did, you know, mm. kind of take a, some of the stress off. I felt like her coming in there and just being one with them and being real with them. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I did they, like I, that. I, yeah. I feel like they needed that. Mm-hmm. But I do love when she was like, Akana! So, <clears throat> yeah. so you're thinking about packing your shit and going. Yeah. You're thinking, okay, because you're not just leaving here, you know, you, aren't. Are you booked in my Las Vegas review show? <laughs> Didn't I make you? <laughs> I've made you. And you wanna you wanna really get in my bad side? My bad side? I mean, I just felt like that, that was that was a that was a threat more than a mm. a um a, a lending hand and uh, you know, a, a friend in your yeah. in your ear. But I just loved that was really funny to me. I just thought that was just so pointed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Bless so all this these all girls. Um, Bless all get, these girls. If we get into actually reviewing what happened this week, then congrats on us. But I, if any more <laughs> stuff keeps throwing themselves out, God, it is what's gonna just... happen next. Well, we have just watched what happened to little pound cake, and we're we going to indeed. conversate. We are. We we're are. going to talk about it. Um, what do you think of it overall? Did you chuckle? You know, I, I did. Yeah, I, I actually did. I actually mm. kind of enjoyed it. You know, sometimes a lot of these acting and scripted comedies really just are so... And it's no fault of the Queen's, but yeah. the writing has been, you know, notoriously bad. But I think because it was an improv challenge, I don't know how much was improv and how much was given. It was interesting, wasn't it? Because yeah. it wasn't like a full-on improv like Bossy Rossi or something. I feel like... It was I, like edited improv. I wonder if it was like, mm. you know, improv with with a bit of direction, with a bit of script. Um, but... Because of there was improv, I'm wondering if um, that's why mm. we kind of enjoyed it. But yeah. I just want to talk about um, who I feel is this week's winner. I think I know who you're going to say. Should, Should we, we say, say after three? Three, two, one. Lala, Lala Ree. Ree. I yeah. think I think Lala's won. Yeah. And, and we, let's just talk about performance. It was just, you know, a lot of the times that we've talked about Lala and enacting challenges, mm. we, I've always said that she does well when she, Lala is just Lala. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she is such an amazing character and amazing. She's so charismatic and mm-hmm. charming and funny. And, you know, she was the confessionals god of her mm. season. Mm-hmm. She was... She was golden yeah. and when she left i just felt like there was no narrator Breath. for a season. so um she absolutely was just lala um yes. and she could be um in this character i mean from the gibberish on the phone and the the wacky <laughs> yes. car she just made me laugh she made me happy when she was on, was yeah. on the screen yeah the little things that she would throw out there like you got five dollars yes. the physical comedy of her the facial the facial comedy yeah. the vocal yeah. comedy you know when she's leaving the note like eloquent like she's trying to put on the eloquent <laughs> stranger like, like it was just it was just for me it was it was an absolute hit Definitely. The reaction when they said, um, you know, there's cameras and she just I love that bit. That was com- one of my faves. The complete yeah. like frozen look mm-hmm. that changed. So there's cameras um, around here. The interrogation where she's like, um, the linguistics is what mm. when, what caught you out. She's like, oh, linguistic, you, you eat your food, Alfredo? Like, obviously, like, <laughs> yeah. And then talking about, we, we found some fibers, the DNA, and then she's like, yeah. oh, my fiber. And I've been looking for that. It was just really good. I... From beginning she to end, great. Lala, she really was. This role was great. What did you think? I, I I can't really add much to what you said. I just think from the outset, when she said like, "I know this girl," she proved that. Oh, she she was that girl. Yeah, she was that girl throughout. She had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with her. She's Lala's my winner we this she week. Was. She's that girl we knew she was. And I would. I, do you know what? I would love to see Lala get that praise today and to get that win. I mean, I felt like she could have won last week. Or, or at least been right, like absolutely high. She was amazing. So this you know week, she's, she's, I, I do remember at the beginning of the season, like in um, like RDR Live and stuff, she had one or two 
not our favorite performances, but she's grown and built all season. Yeah. And like, the, she's really been gaining momentum these past few episodes. Absolutely. And it's so wonderful to see. Um, who else do you think did well? Who else do I think did well? Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, do you know what? Jessica. Jessica, I could listen to Jessica talk about guacamole and Taco Tuesday all blooming day. So Jessica she Wall, was really cracking me up with um, that. Played Eurodrag. She did. She did. It, you know what? It was the absolute out of nowhere lines and comments. <laughs> it was the detailed told, account. The detailed account of Little Pound Cake's enjoyment of Taco Tuesday. Told in a very serious so dead manner, manner yeah. of fact way. You know, she's like... She, you know, she didn't take her EBT card and, you know, and she likes soft shell and guacamole and, and guacamole that's expensive. expensive. <laughs> you know, that's and then they got a callback to that line <laughs> at the end of it. You know, yes. she's like, you know, but I've, I've worked now and when people ask me, do you want guacamole? It's extra. I say, yes. <laughs> it's <is> the absurdity <laughs> and they're just like, she really like, tickled what the me. Uh, she did. And, and there's the contrast with her pageant beauty. Like, um, she, but uh, do you know what I think she captured really well is... I mean, Netflix is teeming with true crime um, documentaries. And we've, we've indulged from time to time. Um, and she really does. She did that kind of like super serious gravitas direct to camera thing really, really well. I think that I love it when people, when people are funny to me. It's when they are saying mm. absurd or funny things. Yeah. And not not showing that they're funny yeah. or not not telling you that yeah, they're funny. Yeah, yeah. And Bosco did that a lot in her season, in my opinion. She would say something's funny, or when she's about to say something's funny, she kind of gives away the yes. joke with her facials and her voice. And it's just yeah. like, oh, it would have been so much more effective if you just didn't let us know that you know that you're funny. Do you remember we contrasted that with Deja Sky? Yeah. Who was actually far better at not betraying. Absolutely. She thought she was being funny. You know, yeah. You know, I was born at a very young age. That was perfect. You know, for the first few years of my yeah. life, I couldn't walk. You know, things like it was it was just, it was great. No, Jessica Wilde was great. And then there was the one about like, did you kill her? She's like, she was giving a little monologue, mm. and then she's, but I'm not a I'm not a Republican. I know. Like, what was that? And I didn't kill Lil Pound. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> these lines. It's very much like you know the um Bianca Dari and their baby photography challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was improv, and they tell her to spell something, and she's like, for example, if the word was fish, she's like, if. Yeah. she goes okay maybe i don't know how to spell but i don't play scrabble you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's things yeah. like that that add on to yeah, the comedy yeah, and i just felt yeah. like that was that was great no yeah i agree i really did enjoy jessica i um, i wonder again how much of it is scripted and how much of it was hers but i'm just gonna go with the whole i think this is all her you know, i give her the credit they were given they were, they were given the scenes and I think they probably did a little bit of pre-planning and then let it flow. And I think they probably used their best take in yeah. each case, I think. Yeah. Um, I do also want to say that the next two, I'll, I'll say at the same mm -hmm. time, as Jimbo and Candy. I mm. think that Jimbo was, you know, again, she was very solid in her character and she committed to that character. And, they, mm. you know, the Stinkfinger. Do you want to sniff on my Stinkfinger? Yeah. Yep. Um, it was it was really good. it was a real character and it was nice for her to, for us to see her do that because a lot of the girls were just themselves you know they were just themselves but she she found a character and she you know she breathed life into it and I thought yes. it was a good choice it was Jim funny Jimbo showed her skill in inhabiting a character yep. didn't she absolutely she's given us yet another absurd weird gross character um who we had a lot of fun with yeah i would agree with that what about candy candy news i well? felt was just very solid and mm. being candy <laughs> she did a few things that made me laugh i remember especially early on oh my it was one of my favorite bits actually she was at her office and she was on the computer and she picked up the phone and then she picked up a banana and went hello <laughs> It was just stupid. Tom, you would be the best person at a comedy show because <laughs> they'll just, just they will just do anything and you'll be like cracking up. I, it was her delivery. It was it was really good. No, just like she perfectly seriously picked up the banana and went, hello. Candy was just very solid. You know, yeah. yes, Candy was, you know, as Candy does, Candy's Candy always, always Candy. candy. In a detective costume. She could be critiqued a little bit for being a bit too Candy again. Well, Having said that, we enjoy Candy. 
So it's not so much a complaint as maybe like if they fancy giving her a critique on that, they can. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I do want to say um, who I feel... I just want to say that I didn't think Kahana did bad. I'm very... I agree, I, actually. I thought that she was good. I mean, there was that, that line. She goes, I'm a bitch, yes, yes. but I'm a bigger bitch now. Yes. And that's gross. that's gross. I thought that was good. I thought that was a good joke and well delivered. And I was like, you go, Kahana. I love you the, tell that joke. The, where is the body? She goes, a carrier is <laughs> yeah. the body. I, I just I just loved that. That was good. That but was good. I think she did find a, a, a character... And then she she did commit to that character, or mm-hmm. the, you know, it was, it was her. She, she committed to being herself, but she was confident in it, and I I really enjoyed it. I don't think she was bad at all. I think she relaxed into it today and had a bit of fun with it, and I think that was really nice to see. Do you know who I'm going to say is in the bottom? Well, it's filling me with dread. Um, I think Alexis Michelle for me as a district attorney. I don't think she took the role anywhere. I felt like she. For all of the extravagance and drama that, and you know, a person that she is, I felt like she was very vanilla. I felt like she was just very. She, she gave just, me the straight actress of the yeah, piece. Yeah. Um, which you could argue was her professionalism, and her knowing that certain scenes demanded that, and that maybe she wasn't reaching for every gag and joke because she recognized it would have been a little overpowering for the scene i, I feel like for for the very little time she had on screen yeah it wasn't much she time. needed to find ways to make an impact i mean and you know yes district attorneys can be quite like you know professional and bland mm. but then i take you back to season five and we had um alaska and jinx and the and the final three yeah you know? Like, um, I smoke something menthol and, you know, they, they, uh, I'm just a sweet southern, you know, like they Roxy, who's your character? A bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I just love every single... Actually, I did the wrong, it was Matthew Anderson. Roxy, who's your character? Uh, just a bitch. (laughs) You know, and those damn drag queens had it. Those hideous drag queens had it coming. So, you know, you, you can find ways to yeah. to make it. And it's not to compare the queens. It's just, just an example of how to make a moment of whatever character you have, especially if they don't have that much time. So it's given me a moment of pause and worry for Alexis because I do want to say, don't think she did a bad job. She just didn't shine as much as the others. And we all know how much we adore Alexis and she is one of the best comedians in the cut. So it was just a bit surprising to see her not shine. She should in have this. fought a lot more for a different role or she should yeah. have just really fought to really give this role that she had something. When you I- just think of her snatch game performances, which rely on improv mm. and, you know, she was great in RDR. Um, we, we enjoyed her in the advert, even though she was placed low. It was just a little, yeah, yeah, kind of like she just didn't shine as bright and we hope for a lot more from Ms. I wonder Michelle. if this is going to be a very similar situation to last week where uh, Kahana was in the bottom of James, but because Kahana did such a good job, even though she had a bad track record, they saved her because, you know, what's the what's the point of you even trying if your track record is going to vote you off? You, you know, you need to take into account the performance of that week. And I wonder if Kahana is in the bottom with Alexis, would they vote track record? Because track record would say Alexis. But then if are they gonna vote um the performance? Because then I would save Kahana if they're looking at the performance. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. We can see what the runway adds, but just before we go, I'm gonna ask you to commit to a solid top three because you gave me a top four. We know that um, top four this week or top four in the season? of <laughs> this week. Oh, easy. Silalari is going to win, and who else is going to be up up there? Jessica Wilde should be up there. Jimbo will be up there. Rather than Candy. Candy. Well, I think... um, I'm sorry, Paola, I need a straight answer. I would say Jessica Wilde and Jimbo is up there. I think there's no way Candy's in the bottom. She's definitely safe, if not high. But the Claire two bottoms... Well, there's only one Claire bottom that's Alexis Michelle, but I feel like Gahana will be there to make up the number two. Okay, runway category is Miss Fill in the Blanks. <laughs> yeah, so this is way open to interpretation. Who would you do? What would you do? Oh, wow, that's a good question. I'm put on the spot now. Wow. I would uh, be 
either miscongeniality, uh-huh. if, especially if I was a miscongeniality, uh-huh. I would do the whole Sandra Bullock miscongeniality with the pink outfit or even the um, intro silver one for that. Okay. One in a million. That one. Okay, yeah. I would have yeah. done that. Uh, or Miss New Jersey, which is who Miss Congeniality was Sandra Bullock. Okay, I'd probably do some sort of pun like Miss Anthropic or something. Okay. That's probably what I do. Or Misdemeanor. Oh, wow. You know? And just do some sort of naughty character like that. Okay, great. Um, Well, let's see what these queens have done. First walk down is Jessica Wild, Miss Sausage. Yeah, Miss Sausage Party. So this is a kooky one, isn't it? I mean, she is lovely and kooky, isn't she? We love Jessica. So she's in a, quite a gorgeous, high-necked, fitted, sequence dress. Um, and she's just kind of added, like, this saddle with, like, this leather crinoline and all these sausage links. It's yeah. cra- She's cradling one like a baby. Uh, she's got a Frankfurter crown. She's having a lot of fun with it. It really is just um, they can just wear whatever they want and give it a a name. So yeah. I think this is a very this is very kind to the queens because basically she had this lovely yellow dress and she thought oh, I'll be a Miss color. Sausage and I'll just put sausages all over. I me. love that color, so gorgeous. It, it, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm, um, like a so that's, you know, it's, mm, Miss Kahana Montrese, uh, tired ass showgirl. Miss Hard- I thought she would have done a tribute to her mom and done Miss Gay and whatever year that she won it from um, from Alyssa that, Edwards. That would be a good one, or <laughs> the original tired ass showgirl, Fifi O'Hara. Oh yeah, that one. Um, I mean, she looks stunning. Coco, sorry, Kahana looks amazing. She, I, I, I mean, I love the sculptural hair. The gown itself is beautiful. Um, I guess what I would say is that Kahana is going for beauty. She's not having fun with the possibilities of this category. However, you just can't knock how she looks. This could be a Bob Mackie dress. She oh, just looks beautiful. She could be having fun in the amazing outfit. We never know. It no, I mean, she's amazing. not like having a pun or a joke or anything. Unlike Lala Ree, who's having so much fun with this. Must this is really. Lala's episode. It yeah. really, really is. Um, what do you see? I I see bootleg outfit. Uh, I feel like this is one that you don't have to spend much on, and she absolutely did that with the whole bootleg theme. The hair pieces on that bag. Um, you know, the watches are giving me... Remember Cardi B with that um, watches yeah. all the way up the arm look? This is what um, Derek Berry would call uh, ratchet drag, and it's, it's fabulous. I well, like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting to think of that term being so widely used on season eight, though, isn't it? Thankfully, we've not gone back to it. Anywho, I love um, Lala's um, look. This episode is so much fun. Um, so Candy, I'm not 100% getting how she's giving me Miss Arrogant. Because like, I know, obviously, that that comes from uh, the fight she had with Tamisha Riman, right? Mm-hmm. Love the sculptural hair art. Love the multiple crowns. I don't get how the outfit is giving me Miss Arrogant. Is it a reference to that episode in some way? I think, yeah, she's she's definitely referencing it. And I think the arrogance is in her demeanor. I think she's trying to show that she's arrogant. The red and blue colors, are they the colors of the rucksacks that she had strapped to herself that episode? I mean, I, sure, sure. We'll go with that. We'll give her that. But um, I love the hair. The hair is the stunning hair. and beautiful. Love her mug. I'm just a little bit lost with the outfit and the concept. Alexis is Miss Man Pig and she's wearing a <laughs> giant jock strap. So and- this is a piece of of queer iconography, really. So um obviously she's giving us pageant beauty, but she's contrasting it with this jock strap themed gown, which is beautifully fitted. And she has a red paisley hanky. And in the hanky code, what does red paisley sit well red symbolize? Filth. It is for fisting, darling. Well, so, each to their own. Thus, you can see why Alexis is wearing that rather long black glove. Now, hanky code, depending on whether you're wearing it on oh, the left okay. or the right, depends on whether you give or receive. Okay. Alexis is doing it all. So she's, she's got it right in the middle. She's verse. I love this because it's such a like, it's a teaching moment about queer history. Um, on to Jimbo. Um, this is like... In a way, this is quintessential Jimbo with the giant boobies. Um, again, it was it was really cool to see her sleeker silhouette last week, just showing her variety. Do you feel like it's a redemption of that pageant runway they did in Canada season one when Jeffrey uh, Boyer Chapman told her that she was not serving glamour in any way, shape or form? Uh, yeah. 
And she's like, are you sure, Jeffrey? Are you sure now? Um, I mean, it's completely a different look. The dress the itself color. is really cool, really pretty. I love that iridescent pink. So it's gorgeous. The hair and makeup stunning. The runways don't do anything for me this week in terms of it's fun, but I don't think it's going to impact what we already said before. Okay, what we said is that the winner this week is Lala and the bottoms are going to be Alexis Michelle and Kahana. Although in my opinion, they have some of the best looks on the runway. Well, I'm going to say like Alexis is my favorite look on the runway because I think she gives me pageantry, but I love the like little teaching moment about queer history and the hanky code. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. still, she's in the bottom. Yeah, she's in the bottom. Uh, yeah, Let's see I what guess. they do. Let's see what they do. Congratulations, Miss Lala. It feels really good. It, see, Lala get her first win ever. It was absolutely correct. Really, really was loving this, loving the momentum she's gathering in this Putting competition. Putting her in contention now. I mean, Jimbo's way, way up there, but she's she's in there. She's amongst them now. She She's among the winners of the season. And then we have the bottoms, Kahana and uh, Alexis, which is what we kind of predicted it is and it was just a matter of some queens shining more than others this week i think mm. they all did a good job uh we've seen a bit of untucked we've seen a bit of liberation it's going to be a tough one it is in be- the sense that <sighs> kahana has one win four bottoms but has shown and we always say this is a killer has shown a moment of temperance in which she thought about going yeah um alexis has been stalwart throughout and has two bottoms and no wins yes so how do you weigh that up it's really really tough i don't think there are right answers yeah in this episode let's talk about the lip sync we we have george making a return looking um stunning who you you saw the silhouette and you're like it's george's i thought with it being la la re my prediction was oh denali let's have that rematch. that would have been amazing yeah, yeah. that would have been amazing and mm. you know i thought it was going to be a beyonce song because you saw the definitely beyonce that. reference i think balmar maybe but it was lizzo mm. in a minute i'm gonna need this in a minute man a woman apart me great uh, song i mean i'm gonna say my winner mm. it was la la re i agree and there's i think it was the vibe in yeah, the energy it was the vibe and the fun that sold it to me um above mm-hmm. anything else uh when i compare it to georgia's georgia's is a gorgeous girl she's stunning mm-hmm. she's a great dancer yeah but she just didn't look like she was having fun she looked like she was just trying to like look sexy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slick. Looks, yeah she was just like yeah i'm fierce look at me oh uh. yeah yeah but i think you and the song as well as you know it's it's fun it's lizzo lizzo is sexy but she's fun more than anything yes. i think and she like embodies this kind of vibrant spirit Lizzo, ca- oh, sorry, uh, Lallery captured it. <laughs> yes. And it was nice. I mean, my favorite part was the um, uh, feeling fussy walking mm. in my Balenciasis. And she was doing that <laughs> ratchet ass walk. I was like, oh, I love it. I love it. But she was having fun. Mm. And it's before when you're watching someone have fun, you have fun. And you, you kind of, I, I just started looking for her on stage. Georgia's is, you know, a great dancer. She is. She always has been. Yeah. Um, but I think the feel, the feel and the the vibe, I mean, Lala Ree had it. She totally did. Um, Lala's my winner for this one as well. Yep. George did a fab job, but like I say, I just think um, Lala captured the spirit better. Who do you think Lala's choosing? <sighs> I think Lala will send Kahana home. Yeah. And I think after this, we'll find out that Alexis and Lala are now a couple. I Oh, that is hard because she's like, you have a crush on me. Um, in the beginning of the episode, do you remember Lala said, I don't care, you know, I don't care about that. She said in terms of voting, she just goes on yeah. how she feels in the day. Mm. I It is difficult, but Kahana didn't do that bad. Uh, for, for me, there wasn't, there was someone who didn't perform that well this week and it was in my opinion our beloved alexis and this is an alexis michelle stan podcast it really really is i do not want to see alexis go home um but if it comes down to that 
it would be Alexis going home if they're basing it on this performance. And I think it's unfair if you only judge by track record, especially when they're not doing bad, because then what's the point of hanging around if your track record is bad? Why don't you just, like she did, why don't you just leave if there's no way um, besides track record to determine if I stay? I mean, she's working her ass off. She is. It's a tough one. Okay. But Lala's won the slip sync. Oh, Lala Ree has chosen Kahana. She did. She did. I think... I think Kahana did great this episode, but I felt like she went out on a high. Yeah. I do think, like, we were talking about how difficult she f- finds embracing comedy and moving away from the glamour and the fierceness. And she did that this episode, and she did a great job. And while it's sad that she's gone, uh, she went out on a high. Yes. And I was ready for my heart to break if Alexis <laughs> I was, like, when she called Kahana, <laughs> yes. I, I let out an audible gasp because I was so scared for Alexis. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, she didn't do well this week. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm absolutely happy for Alexis to stay, we, of we course, are. of course. And, um, I mean, she is the drama. I, I do think, regardless of track record, for me, personally... Alexis has given a more full package experience um, this season. Before we sign out. But Kahana had some great moments. Before we sign out, mm-hmm. who's winning the season? Who's winning the season? Jimbo. Yeah, it's Jimbo. I mean, it does Jimbo. feel like a bit of a one-horse race, okay. but let's see what happens. I mean, we've got a bunch of girls with one win, Alexis with none, and Jimbo with three. Next week is a construction challenge, which I'm looking forward to. Yes. That'll be great. So make sure everyone join us. Um, it's at, this podcast will be out on time. So we hope that you guys are happy. Please. <laughs> In contrast to last week. Yes, when last we were, week when we put we ourselves first. Oh gosh, last week was so much eating and drinking. It's Ooh. not stopped for some of us, but I'm on a, I'm on a, uh, an upward trajectory with my health. I had a really hard day, guys. I needed have. a glass of wine. It's not anything. easy, Tom. It's, it's not easy. easy, I'm afraid, darling. Everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure you join us next week. Uh, this is Bola. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.